Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I am excellent, and I'm very excited. How are you doing? You're always excited. I am. I love these episodes. <laughs> Actually, you you're not always excited. You're not always excited because I do the editing. Often you're like, I'm tired. I am usually very tired, but I am feeling energized tonight. I think I had too much coffee today. I, I only get two moods of Nikki, tired and excited. <laughs> it's There's true. no in between. There might not be an in-between mood of Nikki that exists, period, <laughs> actually. The, the very next show, when I say, how are you doing? I want you to go, I'm melancholy. I'm... Just like that. Just like that. I'm morose. Morose. I'm so morose today. Be great. Not, All right. We're, we're talking about the, the Rogue Invitational again. Super excited. And tonight we get a handicap the men. We've got Dave Charlton back on from Franlong Analytics. Dave, how are you? Oh, excellent. How are you doing tonight? Morose. No. Morose. Morose. Melancholy. Melancholy. There's a loft rock just <laughs> bouncing along. Uh, no, hello. Dave, I'm I'm super excited yeah. that you're here. We don't we don't oftentimes do true previews of competitions, mainly because John and I really hate we're like friends with all these athletes and it's kind of hard to pick like a top five or a top ten. Uh, and also we're not nearly as smart as you. I'm very excited to hear exactly how and why you rank your predictions one through 10 for the men's side of things because you guys at Fran Long Analytics you and your wife you guys really do look into seasons past and data and reasoning behind how and why athletes should perform the way that they should perform super excited to hear how you are going to rank these before we get to the actual men could you, if first of all, I will say out loud, if you guys haven't listened to Dave talking about the women, you should go back and listen to that episode first, because that's sort of how we get into a little bit of the Rogue event itself and some of the programming and how and why things could shake out the way that they will. But before we get into talking about the men, Dave, can you give just a little bit of background on Fran Lung Analytics for the people who don't know you or don't follow you yet, hard yet, because I'm sure they will after this? What do you guys do and how did you guys get started? Uh, yeah, so getting started, I'm going to go back. 2019 sanctionals you know, was when there was CrossFit essentially every weekend or every other weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was fun to watch it at least start to take off. It was probably a bit naive on just the depths of field that we would see and just the sport itself, but. At that time, we actually started off building out a fantasy sports site for CrossFit called Fantasy Fitnessing. And as we were building that out, really found that there wasn't a single website that you could go to to see an athlete's history. You couldn't go to the CrossFit game site, type in Jeff Adler and see his competition history in one spot. You had the games, which had the games data and the most part still does, but then everything else is just scattered around on different leaderboards and competition corner and the other software out there. And for us, just as sports fans, as CrossFit fans started to build up that central site of just collecting past data and past events. So you could go into your favorite athlete, Adler, or Laura Horvath or whoever, and just have that single spot where you could see their past history you could click into the different leaderboards and all to see the different stats with the athletes that are competing and we're slowly building that up and then as seasons shifted and sanctionals 
went wayside and moved over to semifinals. Just season is just kind of naturally constricted. And we found that more people are just really interested about the stats and sharing the athlete stories. So we started this year, we shifted more of our energy to that just because there's lots of smaller competitions going on, especially this time of year. And a lot of interesting stories that you can tell with having stats to it. Moved into brand long analytics at the start of this year and really just kind of mostly been putting all our energy in there just to collect some stats and bring some more data to the sport. Bringing data nerds together, right, John? Yes. Oh, that's the best. Nothing better than a good percentage, I always say. <laughs> yeah, at, at, le same. at least, yeah, at least 50% of the time. See? Yep, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right, cool, Dave. So let's talk a little bit about the men's leaderboard and how you think things could shake out at the Rogue Invitational for the guys. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting competition. Uh, we have, you know, everybody from the top 10 at the games joining us again at Rogues to have the, the best of best in there. And then you throw in a Ricky Gerard who won the queue. So have him come back after unfortunately missing him for semifinals in the game. I think definitely the, the top of the leaderboard could be really up in the air to see who wins and who's on the, the podium finish. It will be exciting to watch for sure there. In terms of who who's in contention for that top spot, I would say there's likely four favorites um, to take it all. Um, some few wild cards in there. Uh, first up, you got Jeffrey Adler, the fittest man on earth, has really put together a Matt Frazier-esque season when you look at it. Won the CrossFit Open. Uh, he was second in worldwide or worldwide quarterfinals or North America quarterfinals, fifth worldwide quarterfinals, uh, won North America East semifinal, um, which was also good for first in the worldwide semifinal leaderboard and won the CrossFit Games. For him to put together a season like that as somebody who is really at the peak of their game, it will be a tough challenge to beat him, but definitely guys who have that capability. Oh, sorry. I was going to just chime yeah. in and be yeah. like, that's so true. All of that is so true. And yet, for some reason, in my heart, I, I can't picture him on the podium given the guys that are there who are going to give him a run for his money who we couldn't fully see at the CrossFit Games yeah. and I bet that's what you're going to say next so I'll just let you keep going yes yeah so then you got a couple guys who are probably super hungry to prove themselves I talked about Ricky he won the queue to get in there after missing semifinals in the games with his mountain bike accident he was his third at the games last year. Has the ability to beat all these guys, put himself on the podium. And he also won Wadapalooza in January, which had Roman Krennic and Pat Bellner on the podium there. Had showed he is able to beat all these guys in a competition and then is coming in incredibly hungry from the sounds of things. And didn't have that CrossFit Games uh, competition in there. So he didn't potentially have that kind of lull that the other athletes have from a training perspective in August. Probably has been able to focus his attention on training and likely peaking coming in. So uh, 
probably going to have a, or likely going to have a similar role to Chandler Smith last year, who last year Chandler Smith won the queue after missing the gains and came in and finished second on the podium. Ricky Garrard could be making a carbon copy of that this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. a good point for sure. And then the other athlete that'll be interesting to watch has some unfinished business, Roman Krennikov, mm-hmm. obviously. Disappointing finish to the CrossFit games for him. Foot injury he had. He also had a second at Wadapalooza this year and is coming off a second at the games last year. It's interesting to see how he does turn out or is able to compete at the Rogue Invitational. I do have some hesitation with him just because six weeks ago he was in a walking boot. I don't know how much how much a walking boot was really going to impact his training over that time period or how much that foot has limited to him. Some question marks there, but again, he seemed to be doing all right from a training perspective. When you say six weeks ago, like the games feels like it was a million years ago, but it really was very recent, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that was my question too, was, Six weeks enough time to heal. I mean, usually 90 days is the window for most minor injuries. And I'm not sure I would call that a minor injury necessarily. But I also, I'm going to take both sides of this coin too, mm-hmm. is I would never bet against Roman. I mean, he got off to such a fast start at the games. It was so dominating up until the injury. So you have to believe even a 80% Roman Krennikov is better than most. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, in in my heart of hearts, I have Roman standing atop the podium because I feel like it's the finish that I want to see, just based off of right. the way that the games all went down. Right, like he's coming back from injuries, got the Cinderella story, he's gonna take the crown, whatever. But when you really break down performance, and Dave, you could probably let lend a little bit more light on this. Roman's not the strongest guy out there. He looks like he could be, but he's not. And and Jeff can consistently has proven to be one of the more consistent strong athletes so given the type of programming that we see at rogue which is a lot of times heavier a lot of times odder or strongman inspired whatever i don't know if roman has the edge that he needs to sneak into the top of the of the podium i want him to but i don't know if he does yeah when you look last year at the rogue invitational for credit college say he had really two events that brought him down over the course of the weekend. So he had a, a 15th place finish in the duel, which was that head-to-head knockout with last year with the legless rope climb, some overhead squats, then the sandbag carry and dive over the finish line there. And then the goblet, which last year was okay. seven rounds of seven muscle-ups, a hill sprint, and some goblet squat. Again, just... A lot of it was just kind of moving, moving weight for, for reps for those two. So it will be interesting to see having that, that extra year and being settled for a full year too, which probably plays into a lot of it. It A lot of life things happened for him last year to, from moving to the U S and then resettling down in Cookville and having a son and his partner join him there. So it'll be interesting to see have that again full year training to how he how he does versus some of these odd objects that are thrown his way for sure 
you do the analytics. What are the odds of Adler trash talking him? Oh, I would. I don't even know. I don't. You might already. Come on, man. I didn't. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. After all that drama, I don't know. I I sooner thought you'd get like one of the funny guys, like Belner or Chandler, to start the trash talk to poke the bear, because those guys are all so funny. Who the hell knows? Yeah. It's going to be great either way. I hope it happens. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Of course it will. It'll be interesting to see if they have a, a dual part three and for Adler and Roman to line up against each other to see if there is some glances or talk. People want, the people want to see it, man. The people want it. I'm ready for it. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. Next? Yeah. Who's the fourth person in contention for the top spot? Fourth person, Patrick Vellner. Probably might be a bit of a longer shot compared to these other three, but he started at the games last year. He was three clean and jerk short of taking the rogue title before um, the, the wheels fell off there. But he took a shot, which as much as people talk about him, he, he, he went out and tried to win, which is always exciting to see. And he, he makes it interesting. And uh, if he's able to not have that one bad event that we we see from him typically like he he always had the potential to get there and again some of the events that we see the odd object anything with deadlifts he's probably the best in the field at so over a shorter weekend and you get there there's always a chance yeah he just needs to not velner it so hard yeah. in the beginning of the competition and then <laughs> we won't have this problem he just, it, and he oh. says it himself all the time. He's, man, I love to have to dig myself out of this hole, don't I? And it's it's disappointing to see because it's, no, you don't love it and you don't need to do it. And you're so good and you're so good and consistent at everything you do, including start off the competition by putting yourself in a giant hole. Man, I, I can't believe you turned his name into a verb. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. It's going to be great. It's going like, to, I velnered that workout. I think He's everyone will know exactly. Me. We're never going to do that. another interview with me. But you know exactly what it means, right? And yeah, it's yeah. like disappointing because I actually legitimately want him to stand atop the podium. I think he's a wonderful athlete and he's a perfect figurehead for our entire sport. Honestly, I just I want to see him put himself in a in a position of success. I saw I saw an interview with him yesterday or day before yesterday, and he made a really interesting and I. I guess it's a point I should have already thought of, but just how the margins are getting so much closer on the men's side. The mm -hmm. younger athletes are coming up and he's obviously a much better athlete now than he was even five or six years ago, but he's aging and, and the athletes are getting better. And the performances he's putting up now, he would have won all these competitions five years ago, but mm -hmm. now you've just got all these terrific athletes. And so I think you're spot on. He just doesn't need to vulner it. That's yeah. it. My new favorite I term. figured it out. Easy. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Well, that's all it is. I mean, <laughs> that's all it is. Shoot him a text um, after this. And... Yeah. There Please you go. don't. My he doesn't listen to this show. God. Um, speaking of the insane depth of field, Dave, who is sort of, so that's one through, I mean, it's, it's maybe all one, but it's kind of one through four of those guys are all jostling for the top spot. So now we're looking at five through 10, basically, right? Who's next? Yeah. So those guys I see would, Push for the, the top of the podium. The next four guys have podium shots, kind of in that. If they do well, they finish second, third, but could end up kind of tenth type of range. So 
have four athletes here. First one, Lazar Djigic. She was ninth at the games. Bit of a, a disappointment for him, most likely. Started off owning it. Relaxed a better turn in the bike. And over that one, when you, obviously for him, when you take out that bike, which I obviously when you take out somebody's worst event, they always will shoot up a leaderboard. But I think the bike is probably out of all everything that was programmed at the games, the least likely to turn up at Rogue. They've never had, you know, a bike event or anything like that in the past. But you take out the bike, um, Jukic finishes fifth at the CrossFit Games. You know, leapfrogs over uh, Koski, Pepper, Chandler Smith, and Jay Crouch um, from a leaderboard perspective. So, um, Obviously, the one bad event can sink you, but um, again, impressed to see him battle back after starting in such a deep hole over this year. And then just in terms of the offseason, he's already won Madrid this offseason. Yeah, over he rushed Post in Europe. There. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see him come in. Again, having having more confidence is good and actually just without that. Yeah. How we talk yeah. about his performance is completely different. I think that's fair. I think it's totally fair to put him in that spot. And I think that it is, I think he gets sort of forgotten a little bit in, in the American market, like the U.S. CrossFit market, quote unquote. And I think it is time that people wake up to how talented this guy is because worldwide he's been showing it season over season and he's only getting better, truly. Second guy in this group, Dallin Pepper. Mm-hmm. A big splash this year at the games. Fifth, in terms of just Forming at Rogue, he won the Echo Bike event at the game and at semifinals. So having that there, Best Seven also the semifinals also had the sandbag carry. So again, something we typically see at Rogues. Having that confidence and just how he's developed and grown over the past year from an happy perspective, he's definitely in that mix and has a podium potential that Yeah, he had a he had a great games. I think a lot of people didn't see him coming. Or and we've we've covered Dolan for years. I mean, we've loved him as a teen and watched him come up. And it feels like every of time I see him at every event, he's slightly better. Every mm-hmm. time, like he, there's been no regression for him. He just continues to move on. And I, so it would not shock me to see him have a great weekend at Rogue. This I, even I, this close to the games. It has been so hard for the men's field to transition from teen athlete to elite individual athlete. And to your point, John, to see consistent progress, even this many seasons out from his teen championships is a, is a feat. He's leading the field in that respect. I think in my mind. Yeah. I think a lot of them go to, I shouldn't say a lot, but I know several, they'll go team and they do well in teams, but they can't, they can't quite compete as sure. Indy. And he's, and he's been able to compete and only wanted to do Indy for as long as we've known him. And yeah. for good reason. I mean, he's a great individual competitor. For me, the big question mark for him was always his size. He was like, in those days, was so much bigger than like the Frasers of the world, like the height and. Oh, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yes, he's an overall large man. Yeah, <laughs> just got, yeah. Just got the mass. In the early days of CrossFit, the guys that were winning were the Josh Bridges of the world that are 5'7". Mm-hmm. And, and here's this kid that's 6'2 or whatever. He's Fikowski, but bigger. And, there's actually uh, there's actually a few tall guys in this field, so I'm wondering yeah. what Dave has to say about that. But yeah, but you know it, it will be interesting to see. And and in a 
again, a short weekend, a lot of heavy implements. He's a super strong dude. Like he had that, I forget what he snatched at semis. I want to say it was 305 or something like that. It was really heavy. Right. And uh, yeah, he's just super strong. And, and I'm a big fan. So hope he does well. All right, who's next? Uh, next up, other end of the age spectrum a bit, Brent Tukowski. Again, somebody who's yep. always able to put it together, fourth place of the games this year. It'd be interesting to see who's actually his rookie pre- or appearance at Rogue. Just with some of the, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised as well, but I mean, huh. either the sanctional years and then first couple of years, it's been a dull time and he's, he has not attended. So it'll be exciting to see him throw things with the log or you know, whatever they decide yeah. to throw at teams this year. I've oh, always Dave, good him thing as... you have that website showing what yeah. athletes have gone to what right. events. Because <laughs> I was like, Rich, dang, cool. Okay. I always have him pegged as somebody that does well in like a long week like the games, but should struggle in a short event. But he did great at semis this year. Yeah. Just killed it. And so I, I have a, a whole different respect for him. And then to watch him compete at the games where he just he had such a consistent week, just did such a nice job. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah, that, and uh, he's such a smart athlete. Like the way he approaches workouts and objects and individual tests, like he's so smart that if adaptation, Dave, you mentioned this, I think, in the women's episode that we did, if adaptation is really one of the strengths of the athletes at Rogue, then he's your man, right? He can, he'll figure out. 10 ways at the thing and he'll be one of the first people to figure out how to do the thing if it's something brand new yeah you can't count him out for sure even if he's old which is what i heard you say yeah. <laughs> see old he's just not yeah. down pepper yeah fair gotta be careful throwing around the old world word on the show dave so all, <laughs> all these all these guys could still be my sons fair totally fair. all right all right who's yeah next? sorry one more there's one more yeah, in this group, one more right? within this group Chandler Smith. Uh, yeah. It's great to see his yep. past 12 months come together for him, especially after hearing the story that he almost hung things up last summer. So for him to come back, I guess it really started last year for him at Rogue, where he finished second after winning the Q and then ending up seventh place at the games. Exciting to see him come through. Somebody that won the log event last year. Um, it's great to see him. He, I think, gets excited and seems like a fun guy and just enjoying his moment at the competitions. Yeah, i I have heard that he's in a very different mindset this season than he was before, and I know that that's something that in the past he struggled with. So it will be really great to see, like, a confident, healthy happy in life right like married right. chandler like how he gets out there and, and showcases his fitness when all of that great stuff is also swirling around in the mental game yeah i i agree with that i was uh, so excited to see him do all the games i mean we're such big chandler fans here. he's just mm-hmm. an amazing human i think he could make a real splash on this one he looked great at the games i mean you just take out a couple of the take out a couple of those events and he's right in the thick of things so I, I think he'll do well. Okay. Is that, is that sort of like one through four and then five through eight, five? Six, yeah. Five? No, the, the favorites to win. And then 
some people that could surprise from, from a podium perspective. All right. So are there a couple more that could still be in that top half? Yeah. And from there, probably about five athletes that could, you know, make it into the top 10 for me, depending on how the programming um, lies out. Um, top list, you got BKG. Yeah. He finished outside the top 10 of the games this year for the first time since 2014. Of all his decade at the games, eight of them were inside the top 10s. Definitely could see him jump up top 10 of this field. Yona uh, Koski, he was sixth at the games this year. Finished second at Madrid earlier this year, or earlier this fall, I should say. So having yeah, his pedigree in the sport. And then you got three up-and-comers that will be interesting to see how they build on their game performance. You got Jay Crouch, who, yeah. even though he has four trips to the games, I think he's only 23, 24 years old. Right. Uh, surprisingly young. So it's great to see him break through. You know, somebody that I also think flies under the radar a bit just because he's not that flashy. Like he's just one of those guys who's good at everything, but doesn't get the event wins compared to other people. But he is top 20 in the open the last three years. So yeah, just seeing that steady growth from him. And then a couple of the rookies on the games, you got Yellow Host, top rookie on the men's side. For him, he just wins a lot of events. Um, yeah. He won one of the games, three at semis, a couple last year at Madrid. He just has that capability to just put himself out in front and steal points from the, the rest of the field. Just again, makes it exciting to see somebody push up, even if it's just for the, the rest of the competition, just have one more person putting points in between people. Uh, I'm so then, glad to hear you say his name because he was my sleeper. Yeah. I'm such a big fan of this dude. And it's not only because he's a doppelganger for my husband. I'm just such a big fan of how he has been able to defy so many odds as like the tallest guy out in the field. The rookie out in the field, the dude that maybe doesn't look as strong as some of the other dudes, but he's lifting just as much as everybody else out in the field. Like, it's just, he's great. He's, and he's like nice and funny. He's like all around the kind of guy you want in the elite sport of fitness, being a figurehead for, for what is possible. I'm just a, a huge fan of his. Yeah. And to see him come in the confidence he had at the games. Pushing, yeah. pushing Adler to, to cut ahead of him in the run in the last yeah. meters to see that push through. I'm sure there's a lot of rookies that would have just hung back and not wanted to push it out of fear of crashing later on, but he took this chance and he got it, which was awesome. It's so fun too, as the sport of CrossFit continues to expand globally, when people start stepping out from other parts of the world outside of the U.S., it is I don't know. I just think it's really special. It's every season rolls around and we as a community get to be like, who's going to come out of the woodwork? Who out of where, out of what country, training out of what gym or what garage or who got really good at fitness in their basement during COVID or like whatever? Who in this entire planet could come and shake up this big, deep field that we know and love? And I think he's doing that. And it just, it represents like, a really wonderful movement of fitness globally that makes me really happy. Well, and he looks like Matt. 
So, he looks like Matt. He looks like Matt. That's why. ordered Matt his jersey from Noble like a million years ago, and it still has not come in. Isn't that? You bought him a jersey of this guy? I did. Woman? Yeah, I thought it would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. It still has not come in. He doesn't listen to this show, so he won't know that it's coming. It's still going to be an awesome gift. But after games, you could still order them, but they were like pre-orders for the next whatever. And it said it was like we're not going to ship these until God knows when. I was like, that's fine. Until ever, they're not going to ship them until ever. I should look into that order. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that going around. All right. Really? Okay. Yeah, everybody's having this problem. All right, who's gonna win? That's what I want to know. Dave, who's winning this thing? Who's gonna win? I'm gonna stick with Adler. It's fun. Safe, Dave. That's safe. Been on the the rogue podium past couple years. Anytime the fittest on earth has competed at rogue, they've won. Oh dang. I'm gonna go with some history there. I know I think there's yeah, Gerard and Trenica will not hand it over to him for sure so it'll be fun nikki do i even have to ask i don't think i need to ask you but i'm gonna ask who's gonna win i think i'm gonna give it to roman i do i think he's hungry enough for it i do and i think he gave had he not pushed jeff the way that he did at games i wouldn't say that because i'd be like jeff is the picture of consistency in that respect but I I think he might just be hungry enough, given everything that's happened to him, to go a little, a little rogue. <laughs> oh, there you go. If he's healthy, he wins. Yeah, I agree with that. If he's okay, well, if he's fully healthy, he wins. If he's not, I'm probably would lean to Adler, but I really want to see Uncle Pat take this thing. Ooh, really. wouldn't that be fun? Oh, wouldn't it be great? I, I want to see him get redeemed for last year. I like, yeah. was heartbroken for him. I mean, because you know, you said it, Dave. He was down to th- three reps, and and just couldn't pull it out. And he dropped off the podium completely. So it was a huge dollar amount for one, and not to mention just it kind of hurt everyone's pride, especially his. And uh, so I'm just I'm dying to see him win one. And we love the guy. He's just awesome. So. I would definitely love to see him on top of the podium. Mm. I was picking from my heart. It would definitely be Valner's. Yeah. Can I ask a question, Dave? There's, there's a lot of experience left on the table that didn't make the list. Like years, like decades of experience in Noah Olson and Travis Mayer, even in Will Morad. Is this not necessarily an experience over... I don't even know what over programming experience over reason performance experience over anything. Yeah, like is no, also both from stalwarts in the sport. For Mayor, he's another guy that missed the season due to injury, so didn't have potentially a lot after the games that everybody else did. He's been sick twice at, at Rogue Invitational, so. There is something there for him. Noah Olsen, again, yeah, somebody you just want to cheer for and see do well. He's definitely on that list as well. I just don't know. You're just going to see his results of the games the last couple of years, from mm. 10th to 12th to 16th. I don't know if there's potentially that. I don't know if it's drive is probably not the right word for it, but um, again, maybe looking at it from a different perspective. Might be a better way to characterize things. Um, Fair. I just don't know if the the kids have uh, maybe pushed him 
Yeah. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. It's like it the longer we're in this, the more other people are too. And the more opportunities yeah. for everyone, even the the kids who can come in here and do 10 workouts in a day and recover in five minutes. I mean, it's different. It's just different. Well, and bitter. This, can you tell? This, this is the <laughs> this is the hard part about handicapping CrossFit events because you do have to your point, Nikki, you have a lot of these younger athletes coming up. Like a Tudor Magna is a good example of yeah. someone who's crazy strong, crazy fit. They recover fast because they're so young, so they don't have as much downtime from the games as some of these others do. And at that age, you can just have a good weekend sometimes. Mm -hmm. You just never see it coming. Then all of a sudden, I mean, Justin Medeiros was that way mm -hmm. when he won, what he won, 5150 or something a couple of years ago. Like Totally. He, he was like kind of a middle-of-the-road athlete, and then he wins 5150 filthy 150 and then he didn't lose again for a long time mm -hmm. and so i kind of hope we see that soon i want another one of those to come up and, and give us another name in the sport i hope it's someone like a tutor for instance yeah i'm a little bit surprised to not see justin on the roster yeah me too any thoughts around that day yeah i don't know because he he would have been high enough within the game ranking to get an invite um, i know he had an injury of some sorts leading into the game. So I don't know if it's still something that's lingering post games that he just rather than push it really just wants to get back to a hundred percent going into next year. I don't know. I, everything's speculation at, at this point of why he wouldn't be attending. Yeah, that's fair though. I mean, also like the, the bigger the season gets and the crazier the season gets, the more the athletes have to sort of like pick and choose. I was talking to an athlete manager about this the other day who was saying that now more than ever, it's important to be smart about the events that you pick in the off season and, and what they mean for you in terms of where your body's at, where your training's at, where your, where your head is at. And he said, it's hard. It's really hard for the athletes to decide where it's smart to go. And also you've got money on the table, right? And people are trying to put food on their own tables. So it becomes really difficult to, to put the showmanship aside and also want to show your competitors where you're at and also make a buck, but do what's best for you in your own body and your training cycles. Yeah, probably there are a whole bunch of factors woven into that decision that we will never know about. Call, well, call. I think I think anyone writing off Justin Medeiros in the future is a fool because that True. Young, young man is going to come back very fit and be a big force. There's no doubt in my mind that he just had a bad season or bad games. Maybe his season was fine. But anyway, all right, well, Dave, this is fun. Yeah. Doing a for us. Thank you so much for bringing me on today. For sure. Hey, we appreciate you doing the math so we don't have to. I think right. that's, the, that's the best part best part at all i can do the math so i'm careful all right well nikki great seeing you again Likewise. i hope your noble t-shirt shows up and you can start calling matt by his new name it's gonna be fun i be can't wait it's gonna be super fun you're like just go with it matt this is my fantasy just go with do you it. you think that i should make hosta a brazier jersey and send one to him too and then they can just swap each other's jerseys this is a great idea does he can know we get him on the show does no, he he's no, no, he's no idea who the fuck okay. I am. No, I was just standing along the sidelines while Mike did his interviews. He has no idea who I am. Let's okay. be real. All right. I wasn't sure if he wins in a bet. You can just bring one out and yeah, yeah. hand it to him. I, mean, a consolation prize. I, I wanted so many times at games to be like, 
hey, just so you know, I'm like a really big fan, but it like never worked out. So this whole time, I just assumed there was already a restraining order out or something. I I was just just assuming I didn't know for sure. We're all like all the Braziers are huge fans of him. Matt more than me. Yeah, that's why I got him the shirt. Castro's coming up to you at the games. Listen, Nikki can't be within 50 yards of this guy. The cops have already swung by. You can't go talk to him. She creeps him out real bad. Yeah, I love it. Good stuff. All right, well, go call Matt by his fake name. And I will will do that. We'll chat soon. And everyone for (laughs) listening, thanks for joining. And we'll chat with you guys soon. Take care.